Welcome to Line 42, a podcast on web development and ways to improve it. And now your hosts, Dino and Igor. It's episode two, imposter syndrome in web developer. So let's go over that topic a little bit today. And first we'll share a brief example of how we experience the imposter syndrome. So Dino, it's your take. Oh, hi guys. Okay, so uh, I, I would say that uh, imposter syndrome, I, I, I've experienced it in, in two ways, I, I could say. One would be, uh, I, I would call that local, another one would be global. So what I mean by local is that, uh, I don't know, when, when I'm working on some project and I will just give an example, and it's a rush. Uh, you, you need to work fast to, to finish finish the project, and you're not 100% uh, confident with your code or or how how the code is uh, some parts of the code. And then imposter syndrome for me kicks in where some other team member needs to go and and work with my uh, continue working on my code, and then I I tend to f- get those feelings like he will find out I'm a fraud and, and such stupid thoughts that, that comes to, to, to your mind in, in such, uh, such times. And what I mean by global is that sometimes I have a feeling, oh man, I, I'm not in, in the right industry. I mean, these days it's really rare, but when I started maybe first, first five years. Yeah, uh, I remember I had, that. Yeah, I, I had such feelings. So, oh, maybe I should, uh, I don't know, become a professional golfer or something like that. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, that's 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 how I m- most experience. Uh, th- those w- would be my examples. I, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's pretty common. I think when we work with other developers and stuff like that, and I think a lot of people experience imposter syndrome where when they try to apply to a job or something like that or work with a client. Uh, for example, when we work on Codable and stuff like that. So when we estimate a price, and we then think of it like, should I really charge that much or not? But actually, you definitely should because that's where the imposter syndrome kicks in because we forget about the time we spent on learning something. Uh, and in other industries, such as, I don't know, when you are uh, in maritime uh, industries, when you are on a ship, for several months, you are fine with being paid uh, for ten thousand dollars and stuff and such like that per month. While here, you'll definitely experience the syndrome because we are at home, we are comfortable where we live, where we work, and so sometimes as a developer, the work does not really feel like work. It feels probably like a hobby more more of it like a hobby than work and so we definitely uh, feel like we maybe should charge less or not but yeah for me it's not but that's my example of how i usually experience the imposter syndrome where i present my work and then i feel like maybe i'm not really an expert here but we are all learning uh, as we go so Definitely, that's something that we need to tackle in ourselves. Um, 
yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just want to mention one more thing that it's, uh, I'm sure that this happens in, in other industries, but I'm, I think that in software engineering or web development and stuff, this is really uh, mentioned the most. I, I don't think some other branches, uh, some other work is uh, uh, have yeah. that, but I, I think that's that's related to how developers are. Most most developers have some similar character traits, and that's why uh, because uh, we talked about that also in the first episode. I think so much stuff is needed for web development, and so much stuff changes all the time. So it's I think it's natural because of that to to to, to for yeah. this. To, to be recognized because it's I, I really uh, tried to find some examples in other areas and really it's not mentioned anywhere outside of tech industry i would say it's it's really 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 odd maybe yeah because we, we have this opportunity to learn and actually build a career out of out of a laptop that costs maybe one thousand dollars yeah. and that's and everything you need actually you don't have to need a, a you, you don't need a college. You don't have to go to school for that. Although it's definitely uh, much, much easier if you go there and learn something else uh, related to web development and such as algorithm and stuff like that much sooner than you will need them in practice. So you're prepared in a way, but definitely here where we also, there's a lot of sharing publicly and you get all that knowledge free of charge so that's probably that's because uh, that that's a, a reason behind the, the imposter syndrome that comes uh, in your in our head when we think about it and that yeah. also happens when i know i write a lot of tutorials i at least i try to uh, so when I try to share something, there's always a little bit of that syndrome that comes in in place where I want to share it. But then I think, should I actually share it? Should people read read what I've written? Because maybe I have done it in a completely wrong way. I've written it. I coded. I did. I, I put the code out that's not actually correct, maybe. I think it is, but there are a lot of other people that are much more experienced than me. So that's it's always that little fear of if what what will be what will happen to to me or my online presence if I'm I'm wrong. So how how do I handle that? Well, basically you you need to learn how to not care, and that's really hard. Not not in a way that's that's harmful of course mm. but in a way that people ha have been wrong before people will be wrong and actually if i post a code that's not 100 correct and has some glitches or bugs and that actually happened to some of the tutorials that i did people will comment it people will get in touch with you and people will you'll learn in both ways, you will learn from your readers, you will learn from that experience, and you will learn that it's fine to make mistakes and just push it out. Even with software, you don't have to be a perfectionist. You don't have the code doesn't need to be perfect. Uh, the The product doesn't it it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to go out in a functional way, of course, 
and then the feedback will make everything better. So the feedback will make you a better developer. The feedback will make your product better and the tutorial course or anything like that. So in, in a way you need to just like Nike says it, just do it. You just yeah. need to do it. And then you'll see nothing will, nothing bad will actually happen. Yeah, I, I agree completely with what, with what you said. And uh, uh, so I, I, I can maybe just give an example of, of how I usually handle that, that situation. So uh, 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 I, I'd say that um, uh, uh, I, I've given an example of local and global. I, I think that it depends on, on uh, what kind of, if, if it's really something that's, that's bothering you constantly, then it's another picture. I don't think we, we have time to discuss now because that means the, the, this is really taken over your uh, your behavior and stuff. But we, we are now talking in, in, in terms when, when you have that feeling, but you still are able to control it and, and, and work with it. And I think that you said re really well and i would i will just try to to expand on this a bit it's um, so uh, it's it's to rationalize i think that's the key key thing but the first step in my view is to 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 be aware that it is happening uh, for me it was a problem until i read about it a lot and and when when i when i created that concept of imposter syndrome in my head even with that, it becomes it became a less less of a, a problem for me because I, I, when you when you're aware of something, it's it, it doesn't affect you as much. I think that at least fifty percent of the problem is resolved by that. And so you are typing, you're 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 creating the tutorial, and that thoughts come to your mind, and you just say, "Oh man, you will not catch me. This is just an imposter syndrome. I, I know how to work with it." And as you said, you just create a rational explanation why that's not true so let's uh, give an example if you feel like you're a fraud and you're in a wrong industry you just take a moment and, and think okay so i'm working for three years let's this is just an example i worked for three years i i resolved most of the, the tasks i worked on some i said i i don't know somebody else take take more experience took over Okay, sometimes uh, one of my superiors or, or stakeholders had some complaints or some some things that needs to be changed, but I did that, and in the end, everything went fine. So that's the perfect uh, example of how to handle it. You just explain yourself, hey, I, I'm I'm okay. I, I was okay for all, all these years. Nothing happened. So, and that that's how how it helped me uh, personally. I always when I when I, if I uh, would notice that I I I am struggling with that. I would take a pause and, and just have a, a little chat with myself. And that's usually how, how, how I always uh, was able to, 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 to exit that, that state. But as you said, you just keep doing, 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 and the more you do it, it's, yeah. it's less. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, with, with experience, with years of experience and experiencing the syndrome, you actually after some time you actually know what's happening and you understand it why why it's happening and then you can actually as you said when you recognize it it's much much easier to handle it and i guess as we have all, all the years of experience in in this uh, tech industry uh, as web developers we we are constantly improving our behavior as developers. So we know that we stand by our code, for example. 
So that imposter syndrome is much easier to handle uh, when when it hits you. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I, I would say that uh, that experience, like with anything else, it it comes, uh, it it uh, it it helps a lot with with. So you have the same symptoms, maybe even worse, but you just don't have uh, the same uh, uh, the same reaction. You could say so. If, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It it never goes away. I think it it, it will always be there. Uh, it's just a matter of how you will you will handle it, and uh, just you you always need to think uh, for yourself and and just know you have to push and push forward with it uh, because it it I, I at least for me I don't think it will ever go away, uh, but I will with experience as we said it will be. It will have a much, much uh, less effect on me than it had before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree that it it never goes away. I, I remember one thing that I uh, I listened to to on, on some some podcast or maybe I read it on, on a blog. But I remember that this was I think it's Leo from Zen Habits. It's famous blog, uh, lifestyle blog, and uh, so he has millions of readers every every uh, every month. And he spoke about that, that he had a really crippling fear of uh, public speaking and, and stuff. And he has a, maybe if I find, I will, I will send you, I will add a link in, in the notes on that. So he said that he had, has exactly the same fear, uh, fear-based thoughts and emotions now, but he handles them completely differently. He, he like he has a, a outlook from ten thousand feet, and he he's looking down on himself and and laughing, but the same emotions are there. So that's that's the best example of of uh, how years of experience gives you that that ability. But I don't think that emotions and thoughts go away. It's because you don't con- have a control over them. You you never know when when some some idea or thought will come to your mind, and if it's imposter syndrome you, you cannot control it but you need to learn how to to handle it and i think that's that's uh, that's that's that with, with yeah yeah i think that that's also the one of the best suggestions on how to handle it first the first step is to actually recognize that it's not you that that's not an expert or that's with uh, i don't know uh, with, with errors or something like that uh, but it's that that thought uh, in your mind, in your head, and when you recognize that, then you can move move forward. Uh, the second step, if of course, is just to realize that nothing will will ever bad happen. Just if if you just go with with the code or with the product or with whatever else. Uh, whatever else is the reason why that syndrome has come to your your mind and and that's it those are the two steps i i can suggest to take because other than that is just moving forward and push it and with years of, of experience with that syndrome you will easily easily handle it in the upcoming year, years yeah, yeah. I, I have also one more uh, suggestion that if if first step two first steps doesn't work for you I think that third one is uh, something that I uh, took from from stoicism and and my reading on on that is 
to picture the most bad, the baddest thing that could happen. So, okay, if, if that doesn't help you, you say, okay, what is the worst thing that can happen from this situation? Okay, they will find out my code is bad. Uh, they will have a meeting where they will, uh, they all will mock me and they will, I will be fired. And then you think, is that the, am I done? What's happening then? And when you, when you picture the worst possible scenario, usually then uh, when you come back out of, out of that, uh, that com contemplation, you just realize, hey, oh man, I'm fine. Everything is fine. And even the worst situation, my life is not over because yeah. when, 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 when such uh, states or emotions uh, take over you, people tend to take themselves and the situation way too seriously. And this exercise, I think, could help you that you realize that there, there are much worse things that are happening currently in the world and to the to people and stuff. And just be I'm grateful for, for, for the work yeah. I'm doing and, and that's it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. That's that's a great suggestion. So uh, let's now talk about Dino. What were you working on this week? Yeah. So uh, as previous week, nothing has changed much for me. I <laughs> I, I mostly worked on on the client client projects, and uh, I will really work uh, more on on uh, on ways to to to. To create more time to prioritize my 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 day so that I have more time for 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 interesting and important stuff. I remember back when we worked in our first company uh, when we worked together. I always had time to 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 learn to, yeah, to explore. Yeah. And these days, this maybe maybe this pandemic is also has some effect that everything is hectic and, and more chaotic than usual. So. I was just thinking about that recently. Oh man, I, I haven't watched a tutorial. I, I don't know when. Maybe the yeah, this yeah. maybe the when we uh, we discussed inertia JS you and I some time ago. Maybe that's that's the first tutorial after a long time that I watched. And so it's uh, yeah. That, that, so I think I didn't that, work on anything uh, other than client projects. For yeah, uh, <laughs> I, but I think that's also because we worked much less. Then, then we are working now. We are now our schedule is full of of uh, daily jobs, and then on side projects and clients that are there for some nice side income. Which in in case we didn't have those uh, clients, we would have much more time to focus on learning and and building something else, maybe. So I, I guess that's that's probably. The, the biggest reason because as we we grew and we have much more experience we want to use that experience on on real projects and also on generating some revenue for us and our life uh, but yeah that, that's i think that's perfectly normal uh maybe more organization is needed in both of our yeah. lives but that's that basically that, that's just normal for for everyone i think and for me, uh, what I worked on this week, so I worked on a client, uh, uh, on a client project uh, where I built a team, a homepage for it. And I actually uh, went with the CSS grid, just to, even though I used it before, I wanted to use it now and, and see what I can do to rearrange the whole layout uh, per uh, each um, breakpoint. 
for the responsive effect and it's it's it was quite cool although it it definitely it has required me to to view all the three breakpoints breakpoints that we had there and then uh first sketch the layout by hand or in my head and then decide how that how the css grid could help me here and even if 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 it's even possible to to create it so yeah that that was an interesting interesting experience for me and then yeah i focused a little bit more on laracast so i i finished almost finished with the view view course so yeah i'm almost ready for to build in public for our new SaaS project, which we'll talk in in one of the future episodes, definitely. Yeah, cool. Yeah. cool, cool and awesome, do, awesome. do you have anything interesting to share also? Uh, yeah, I uh, this maybe a few days ago I, I stumbled upon the, the, the I mean I, I heard about it before, but uh, it's it's come to my attention again. It's to the productivity strategy where you don't manage your uh, time like we usually do to-do list and then I will work on this in first part of the day on this on the second thing on in later part of the day or something like that here is more uh, managing your energy so uh, it's it's uh, we will share a link uh, uh, for for the quick course on that but it's really good, uh, good strategy so the main idea is to uh, to always uh, check in and see how your energy levels are and this is not meant only by on day basis but they make on they mean on weekly basis and monthly basis so if you if you know that uh, your whole month your whole next month will be really energy intensive you will work on three different uh, clients uh, three different client projects or something like that then you you need to take that into account and if you know that you will have a much easier uh, um, period, then you can add more stuff and 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 so on. So and on the, on a daily basis, that would mean uh, when you know you have the most energy. For me, that's in the mornings, early mornings. Then I would add all the important or more complicated work at that hours and uh, organize myself to to in in the later part of the day to work on something that's uh, more administrative in nature or something easier that's something that i'm really experienced with and so on so you really manage your energy levels and not not uh, the timer because uh, the usual advice is here handle your most important task first but if you're not a morning person and you're really tired in the morning it doesn't make sense to do so it's better to do it uh, uh, in the afternoons, if then you really feel good and your brain is is is, is good, that so it's it's more of uh, knowing uh, yourself and and figuring out where when you are uh, at your best. Yeah, when you can get into that zone we all want to be in when working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's that's a great one. I'll will post the link in the notes, and I also have. A podcast also to share. It's called the Bootstrapped Founder Podcast. I stumbled upon it uh, two days ago, and I don't really know how I missed it before because it's a great one. It's talking about building in public, about Twitter, about growth, about managing the products and stuff like that. Uh, and the the host of the podcast is also the author of the book 
Zero to Sold, which is also a great book on how you can create a company, create a product, and from nothing, and then even sell it because he actually has done that. So he's talking about from his experience. So yeah, that's that's it. What I wanted to share, uh, and I think that. that yes, yeah, sorry. No, no, I said uh, this podcast sounds really cool. I, I will for sure check it out myself also. Yeah, definitely. We will need yeah. to listen a lot of episodes for our SaaS projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of learning. Yeah. It's, it's hard to be a developer, but uh, yeah. being a, a SaaS co-founder, I think it's it's really unique. Yeah, such it's challenging. Project. It's really challenging, but exciting. That's why we, we decided yeah. that, yeah. Okay, so okay. I, I think that's that's all from us, right, Dino? Yeah, yeah, I think we can wrap up here. Sure, right. So to all our listeners, thank you for listening another episode and we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. Thank you Ciao. for listening. Watch for bugs on line 42.